welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast, presented by basketball fan and Hoosier native Mike Gingrich, where practical, no-nonsense resourcing on social media, business marketing, and life is presented, because the adjustments made at halftime help you win the game in the second half. Hello, hello, this is Mike, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. You know it's all about bringing you with me for a halftime break, stepping aside so that we can reflect on what's going on on a online, digital, social media topic, giving you practical tips to implement right away so that you can improve your leads and leverage online. Pleased to have with me today Ricky Shetty, all the way from... Vancouver, British Columbia. Ricky is uh, referred to as the Daddy Blogger. He owns and operates DaddyBlogger.com, where he writes about parenting from a father's perspective and has a load of other daddy-friendly resources. Uh, in addition to that, he runs the YVR Media Group, which I'll have him talk more about, but that's a that's a collection of uh, organizations and sites, YVR Bloggers, YVR Dads, YVR Foodies, YVR Conferences is a big one piece of that. He is also the father of daughter Rianne and son Ryan and the husband of Anne. We want to talk about growing traffic and monetizing your blog. So, Ricky, are you with me today? I am. Thanks so much for having me on your show today, Mike. Excellent. I'm just uh, thrilled to have you join me here. We had a great time connecting at Social Media Camp in uh, beautiful Victoria here just a few weeks ago, and uh, you know this kind of uh, spawned out of that. We had some great conversation. I went to your session. And I said, hey, I got to have him on my show. Yeah, we uh, met at Social Media Camp two years in a row, and uh, it was good to connect a little bit more deeper this time, and I also had a chance to interview you for my podcast, and now I, it's such a pleasure to be on your podcast as well, Mike. Awesome, awesome. And uh, well, how, how's things uh, in Vancouver today? Is it uh, nice and uh, mild or raining or what do you got going? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, right now it's uh, middle, uh, early June, so it's a nice sunny day with blue skies and uh, I got the kids with me, so we're kind of playing in the patio and I'm going to take them out a little bit later and I'm multitasking, so basically doing the interview with the kids around. There you go, there you go, daddy blogger and uh, daddy podcaster, right? That's right. Okay. All right. Well, as I talked about, we want to kind of dive into the topic on uh, growing traffic, monetizing your blog. And uh, you've been you've been doing this. You're walking the walk, and you're also helping others to do that through through your conferences and trainings and different pieces like that. So that's the topic we want to dive into today. So for maybe for some background for the audience here, you know, how long have you been blogging, and when you started, how has that journey evolved? Was it part time? Or did you dive in full-time from the start? Give us some background. Sure, you bet. Uh, yeah, so, Mike, I've been uh, blogging for about two and a half years only. I mean, there are some bloggers who have been uh, blogging, blogging for five, 10, 15 years. So I'm fairly a new blogger in the blogosphere. Uh, I launched my blog, daddyblogger.com, on December 1st, 2012. And, uh, yeah, it's basically taken off in the last couple of years. I started it because I was really looking for resources specifically targeting dads, written for dads, by dads, and I couldn't find many good quality uh, resources online, so I ended up creating them. So I launched a blog, then I also have a book about fatherhood, and I have a group locally where we support dads. So my one of my big passions, besides internet marketing, blogging, social media, is really support dads. And uh, I know you're a dad as well, Mike, and uh, there's so few resources for us 
um, uh, a lot of the resources are geared towards moms, whether it's books or blogs or even like community groups or library programs. Uh, so I just saw the need. It's a huge market, the fatherhood market, and uh, it's very underserviced. So I want to help bring value and provide resources for dads. Uh, yeah, so it's two and a half years, and I, I, I do it in conjunction with my conferences, workshops, and events. Uh, so I make some part-time income on the blog, but my full-time income is primarily through conferences, events, and workshops. Okay, excellent. All right, now, w- one of the things that um, I found you know, interesting about you and your story is uh, starts off with your, your Twitter, Instagram handle, uh, Tokyo Ricky. So uh, Tokyo Ricky, what, what, you got to break that down a little bit for the audience, and where, where does the Tokyo come in? Sure. Um, I, I'm uh, born and raised here in Vancouver, BC, Canada, and I don't have any connection to Japanese ethnicity or anything. My background is Indo, Indo-Canadian, Indo Indian uh, born in Canada. And um, after my university here in Vancouver, I actually was uh, trying to figure out what to do uh, with my life and my career and uh, my vocation. So what I ended up doing uh, right after university is went to Japan and I taught English. And uh, that's where the whole Tokyo uh, Ricky moniker came about uh, because I was teaching in Tokyo. Uh, and uh, at that time, I had like Tokyo Ricky at Hotmail. Then I ended up getting Tokyo, Tokyo Ricky at Gmail. And then I ended up getting all the Tokyo Rickies on all of the social media. So I have uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, you know, Pinterest, etc. And uh, you know, when I, when I adopted the Daddy Blogger uh, brand in uh, two and a half years ago, it was very hard to switch over, and I think a lot of us struggle with this when we already have the Twitter handles or the Instagram handles, and we start a new business. Uh, there's always a dilemma of we should, should we start a new Twitter handle and a new Instagram or just retain the following we build up. So I made the personal decision to retain it because I knew it would be so hard to manage multiple accounts in all of those different social media platforms. Right. And uh, Tokyo Ricky is easy to remember, and it's really me, because in five, ten years, I don't even know if I'll still be doing Daddy Blogger, but it'll still be the Tokyo Ricky and Ricky Shetty. So I uh, want of the advices I would give to uh, listeners uh, on your podcast is uh, build your personal brand no matter what and still build your business brands but the personal brand is what will have that longevity whereas the business brands they might uh, have more of a short-term um, uh, life uh, depending on how long you run the business so okay. yeah that's a little bit of the background on yeah. now we hear that a lot don't we that uh, there's there's been a shift and 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 that whole personal branding piece has just become much more important just because as you said I mean that's Social media is social, which is personal, and that's what's going to stay, you know, whether whether a business comes and goes, a business name comes and goes, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's who you are, and that personal branding has become more important these days. Absolutely. I'm a big advocate of doing both the personal and the, the, the business brand, and even integrating the two, because a business brand, if, if you incorporate personal elements, uh, uh, it even becomes a more powerful business, because at the end of the day, all businesses are started by people, yep. and all businesses run from people to people, right? So definitely incorporate the, the personal aspect into any any and all business. All right. All right. Now, diving into daddyblogger.com a little bit further there, what to you as a, as a blogger then, what's kind of your publishing schedule? Uh, you know, how often do you write and uh, get new content out? Yeah, uh, you know, I have a lot of tips around that. Uh, what I first say is uh, first build a brand around your blog and then figure out how frequently you want to post. 
Uh, my general rule of thumb is the more consistent, the better, and the more frequent, the better. Uh, so if you can uh, post, uh, you know, once a week uh, at minimum, I would recommend that. If you can post a couple times a week, even better, um, like say, and it should be consistent every week. So say you do it at Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. or Monday, Wednesday and Friday at at uh, 5 p.m. or every Monday at 9 a.m. Whatever you pick, uh, whether it's the one day a week or the two day or the three day a week, uh, make sure you just post regularly and consistently on the time that you've decided because uh, then your your followers, your readers, uh, they'll be expecting something um, new from you at that time and they'll you'll get into a flow for yourself and also for the people you're trying to reach. Uh, so, uh, and if you're really keen, I would recommend a daily blog. When I first started, I was writing daily for almost a year. I would say I missed maybe 30, 40 days in the whole first year of blogging. Wow. And that really helped me establish that strong platform, uh, that loyal readership. And now I've, I've tapered it down a little bit. Uh, so it's about once a week now. Uh, but yeah, at the beginning, I would say uh, definitely as consistent and as frequent as possible. Okay, consistency and some regular frequency as well. Yep, good stuff here. Now, why don't you talk about how you work at growing your traffic? Yeah, that's a great question, Mike. Uh, I, I do a lot of training and teaching around, around blogging, and I always get these two big questions. How do I grow my readership and how do I monetize my blog? So let's touch on both of those. Yeah. Uh, first of all, growing your readership, uh, marketing your blog. Um, there's a few different uh, avenues by which you can market your blog and build up your readership. I would say social media is the big one for me personally. Um, you know, uh, things like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, Google Plus. Uh, uh, you know, first of all, on all of those profiles, uh, under the profile description, under your bio, uh, you should write your bio and then you should say, hey, uh, to read some of my blogs, check out my website. Um, daddyblogger.com or whatever your blog is. Um, so firstly, put them all you know on all your social media bios, and then whenever you publish a post, um, share those on your social media um, at least once, but if not multiple times. And even some of your old posts, like why didn't you tweet them out again or share them again on your Facebook fan page and uh, re-market those uh, previous posts. Um, so social media is definitely the big one. The next big one I would say is email marketing. So um, there's a saying, the money's in the list. So uh, it actually helps with both marketing and monetizing. So build up your email list on your blog, offer a free offer, something like a ebook or a, a PDF or an article or a video training series or a, you know maybe audio series. And then offer that in return for an email that's called a lead magnet. And basically start building up your email list. And whenever you publish a new post, either send it out then or if you don't want to uh, send it out that regularly, maybe you could do a monthly newsletter or a weekly newsletter. So you got to figure out kind of your email marketing strategy. Uh, but again, it's kind of the same rule of thumb. The more consistent and the more frequent, the better with email marketing. Uh, the next uh, thing I've done uh, that's really worked for me is uh, video blogging. So I incorporate both a written blog, a video blog and an audio blog. So a podcast is an audio blog. Um, a video blog would be something on YouTube or Vimeo, and then a written blog would be on WordPress. Uh, and you could actually incorporate all three. You could do the written blog, and you could say, here's my latest video, and you could say, also listen to uh, one of my podcasts. Uh, so there, uh, therefore, you can actually reach different types of people. Because some people like reading, some people like listening, and others will like watching. So if you can reach uh, all three types of people, that would be great. And then there's some other tools, um, like guest blog posting, uh, doing interviews like we're doing back and forth. We're basically helping each other build up a listener, listening and a readership. Um, then there's also doing contests. So contests are a great way to build up your blog by doing a contest giveaway and getting people to either leave a blog post comment, subscribe to your email list or follow you on social media. Um, and also doing networking like, you know, at big conferences or even local events. 
and speaking is the other big way to market your blog. So speaking about whatever topic you're passionate about and at the end say, hey, great, thanks for watching my uh, presentation today. If you want to find out more info, check out my blogs. Yeah, so that's mouthful. I hope uh, those tips are useful to you. No, I got it. I got it. Some excellent stuff there. And uh, I'll have all these items in the uh, show notes for people as well. Uh, so, yes, I mean, some great things there, like you know, with the email marketing, kind of to grow your list there. Are there any more, like drilling into that one a little bit further? How do you move people from a reader to a customer? I know email marketing can be a part of that, but moving them from reading the blog to ultimately becoming a client customer, what do you, uh, what are methods to do that? Yeah, that's a great question about email marketing strategy. I would say there's four key uh, elements of email marketing. And uh, when you're doing your email marketing campaign, I would say first build up your subscribers. And you can use platforms such as MailChimp's a free one. Uh, there's some paid ones such as Constant Contact, Aweber. Um, there's I, um, Get Response, iContact. And there's a really expensive one, but really effective, where, which includes a CRM component called Infusionsoft. Um, but, you know, when you're starting off as a blogger, um, you know, if you're listening and you're maybe just starting into the whole uh, blogosphere or, or email marketing, I would say maybe start with something like MailChimp because it's free to use and um, it's uh, you can use up to um, uh 2,000 subscribers. And then once you hit your 2,000 subscribers and you want to do a little bit more advanced email marketing, you might want to upgrade to something like Constant Contact or Weber. And those are about $20 and up uh, based on uh, the number of subscribers and a few other factors. And uh, usually all of these platforms have templates and you just plug and play, just throw your logo on there, um, uh, put some pictures on there, some graphics, add a video link, and just push send. Uh, so it's actually easier than what people think. People, I think, overcomplicate it by saying, oh, email marketing, and I need a newsletter and a template. But it's really that, that simple. It's a plug and play kind of concept. Yep. Um, so once you build up your subscribers, the next key thing is to get them to open. <laughs> Uh, it's one thing to get them to subscribe, but then you get to get, get them to open your actual email. Yep. And uh, there's some tools for, to do that, uh, some strategies. So first important thing is your headline. So the better the headline, the more likely someone's going to open it up. Um, and then once they open it up, you should have a definitive and strong call to action on the email. So it could be a like call to action, like, for example, if, I, if I'm writing my fatherhood, I might uh, write about the top three tips for being a better dad. But on my email, I'll say, here's tip number one for being a better dad. Um, if you want to find out the other two tips, click on this link and read the rest of the blog post. So basically, I'm driving people from their inbox to my email newsletter, from my email newsletter to um, to the actual website. So yeah. that's the strategy I use. And then having a call to action. Um, and then I would say the other important variable is uh, is selling something at the end of the day. Like the only way you're going to make money is uh, doing some kind of transaction. So offering um, a paid uh, product or service, something like an ebook or a, a print book or a coaching, um, consulting, membership site, uh, e-commerce store, or some kind of product. So I would say develop the product on your blog. Um, but I, hopefully those tips helped, and I'll quickly repeat them just for a sake of clarity. Uh, the first is building up your email subscribers. The second is um, increasing your opt-in rate. Uh, sorry, the opt-in rate and also the open rate. Uh, thirdly is uh, getting a call to action. And fourthly is uh, conversions or transactions and um, monetizing your email list. Excellent. All right, got all those. And now there are you know, other methods that people are using out there. I think you're even using some on your site that is um, a little bit more you know, passive income type methods or just other means that uh, maybe aren't primary but that together add up to other ways to earn money from a blog. So blog monetization strategies, people out there might be looking to say, how can I, how can I blog and 
make money from it. You already went into the product piece, but are there some, uh, you know, some passive methods? People, you know, people always talk about advertising, those type of things. You want to, you want to dive into some of the pros, cons, and opportunities with that. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Uh, so I would say first there's like kind of the, the the monetization strategies within the blog itself, and those would be things like selling your own products and service. So no matter what business you're in, uh, it's important to create those products and services and also create multiple ones at different price points. So like low price points, such as like maybe the 10, the 20, the 30, the 40, the $50 ones, and a little bit higher price points, you know, like the $100, the 200, the 300, and the really high price point ones, like the 500, 1,000, or even higher. Uh, so create those products and services and uh, you can sell those on your blog, um, either directly on your blog or um, as a section saying services or products. And uh, maybe you're just starting off and you don't have any products or services to sell, then I would say um, doing some affiliate marketing. And basically affiliate marketing is, is called also a joint venture or a strategic alliance. And uh, basically you're selling someone else's products or services. And we could do that, for example, Mike, I could uh, um, promote some of your products and services that uh, that you, you offer and I could promote it to the dads in my network and saying, hey, this is dad and uh, he offers all these uh, cool products and services. And um, it's for basically work from home dads or internet marketing dads and uh, maybe um, um, if you want to try out, here's a link. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would only pr promote products that obviously I believe in and I feel they, they fit my audience. And if they buy, um, you get money and so do I. So I would get a commission off that. So that's affiliate marketing. Um, if you're looking for affiliated marketing products, you can use something like Amazon. Um, there's a great website called CJ, which is Commission Junction, and another one called ClickBank. Um, and there's a whole bunch of different affiliate marketing kind of um, software or uh, websites out there, but those are probably the three big ones, Amazon, ClickBank, and Commission Junction. And uh, the last way I would say to monetize directly on your site is uh, advertising on sponsorships. Um, so you can actually have advertising on your homepage, uh, for example, in the header or on the sidebar or on the footer, or even in your email newsletter. Um, in the, the newsletter itself, you can have a, a header, um, a sidebar, or a footer with some advertising. Um, the other thing I, I, I find um, for me personally on my site, I get a lot of sponsored posts. And at first, when I first started blogging, I would reach out to companies and saying, hey, I'll review your product and it'll be about $100 for a blog post. Um, and I, I, I really started building up that way and getting, um, you know, a couple of those a month. And, uh, uh, and now uh, what I found is now that I've built up uh, a good SEO ranking as well, that's a really important thing to do is to build up your Google ranking. Uh, so now when people search for like Daddy Blogger or Fatherhood, I'm pretty much um, in the, the first page, especially with Daddy Blogger, I show up first page, first position. And then now a lot of companies are approaching me. And uh, when they approach me, uh, they'll offer me a product or service to review, and I'll tell them the budget for that. And now I'm, I'm charging about $200 and up for a sponsor post. Um, so those are all the monetization strategies within the blog itself. So selling your own products and services or selling someone else's products and services through affiliate marketing and thirdly advertising your sponsorships. There's also some other stuff that you do kind of as a result of your blog. So things like coaching or consulting, uh, maybe uh, uh, turning your blog into a book, which I've done actually I interviewed 100 dads. I turned that into a book. Um, there's also uh, maybe uh, having an e-commerce store on the side, a membership site where you can get some monthly residual income. Um, and uh, basically even like uh, promoting events, that's what I do a lot of, so I, I'll blog about different events. Uh, so I'll take my online audience offline, uh, and it could be like even promoting webinars or live events. So uh, yeah, so those are some of the strategies that work for me, Mike. Yeah, take one. I'll, 
I was just making note of that last one. So finding ways to take your online audience offline. I like that too. Yeah, there's one of these uh, phrases I really like using. I say, I use the internet to get off the internet. <laughs> because at the end of the day, like I love connecting in person, you know, the eye to eye, the hand to hand, the person to person connection. And uh, I use the internet like to connect with people, but I ultimately want to take that connection offline. Uh, like, like we have, Mike. So we're connected online through Facebook and all that. And we kind of watch what each other are doing. But at least once a year, we get to meet in social media camp and hopefully more frequently than that and that. And obviously, when we meet offline, our connection becomes so much stronger. And then we take it back online and we continue the relationship. So I like to do that with as many people as possible. Just build up both both uh, the online and offline. Because at the end of the day, it's just it's a relationship, whether it's the online one or the like the, digi the digital one or the, the personal in-person uh, live one. Yep, yep. Uh, excellent. No, and I so, so agree with you that uh, – uh, you know, it, it did take us to another level and we're able to uh, sit together, you know, and uh, uh, interact and just have conversation kind of, uh, you know, I attended your uh, session at Social Media Camp. So I got to hear firsthand, you know, you speaking on your topic and, you know, we talk about that before and after speakers lounge there. And, you know, that just helps uh, take it much richer, much deeper and, you know, more more possibilities, more things come out of that then. Yeah, and the same with me. Like when I watched your presentation live, it was much more powerful than if I'd watched it in a webinar because you were in the room, I could see your energy. And it's kind of hard to get that energy. Even like now on the Skype call or the podcast, it's very hard to really uh, get that energy uh, through the radio waves or through the podcast uh, um, you know, um, um, system. Uh, whereas in person is definitely the best. So I And I, I really feel the best learning environment is a in-person one. And that's why I do all my... A lot of most of my conferences, workshops, and events live in person. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, well and that's a perfect uh, you know segue here because as we talked about this, and you were talking about you know blogging is basically just a a piece of your business, and you have multiple kind of legs to uh, to you know who you are and what you do that uh, supports you with daddy blogging, and you mentioned a number of those, uh, and I gave a few of the domains out there, but you said uh, you know. YVR bloggers, YVR dads, you know, let's just start with those two and maybe go into a little bit of detail about what do you do with those two entities? Um, yeah, so I, I run uh, the YVR Media Group. And uh, for those of you listening who are um, outside of Vancouver, basically YVR is a code name for the Vancouver airport. And uh, no matter what city you are in around the world, every airport has a code name. And uh, we have uh, kind of adopted it as not only a code name for airport, but a code name for a city. So Vancouver is kind of like um, affectionately known as uh, YVR, kind of like, you know, New York might be known as the Big Apple uh, or, um, you know, California might be just Cali for short. So we or sometimes they use this area code for like the phone number but anyway YVR just uh, uh, for the people listening wondering what the heck is YVR yeah. is actually the airport code and also the city uh, nickname uh, so I run uh, the YVR bloggers YVR foodies YVR dads YVR conferences and a quick summary of those YVR bloggers is a network of Vancouver based bloggers uh, we meet up once a month and we do education and training uh, for the blogging community we also do adventures where we take bloggers into different uh, um, businesses or different attractions uh, shows and we do reviews like of theater shows or uh, family friendly attack attractions and we'll get in like 20 bloggers and they will all write reviews and they'll share on social media which really helps the business but it also helps the bloggers maybe get free admission to some of these shows or attractions 
And um, yeah, it's a, a great way of like building up the local business community and connecting with other bloggers. Again, not just online, but offline. Um, so I do that. And I also run YVF Foodies where we meet up at different restaurants and we get to know the restaurant owners or managers or staff. And uh, we also get to know a little bit about the in- interaction between the culture and the food and uh, also try out some cool food in some different restaurants. Now you guys, and, uh, you guys blog yeah. about that, YVR Foodies? That's a, that's a blog itself then? Uh, yeah, we, we well, uh, a lot of the people come to YVR Foodies have their own uh, individual food blogs. Okay. So they don't necessarily blog on YVR Foodies. YVR Foodies more, is more like uh, where we promote our events. Okay. But uh, the food blogger would come in and then they would actually write on their own site and promote it to their own um, uh, followers and readers. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's YVR Foodies. And uh, I also run YVR Dads. Uh, we just had a meeting last night, actually. And YVR Dads is a community of local dads. As I was saying in the beginning of the interview, us dads are uh, a little bit undersupported, I, I feel. And, uh, you know, Father's Day is obviously coming up this month as well. And uh, at least in June, you know, like everyone talks about Fatherhood's Day and we get presents and gifts and uh, give dad a day off. But uh, the rest of the year, we kind of go forget, forgotten, Mike. Uh-huh. So I, I don't like to forget dads uh, because I'm one and I want to uh, not just support uh, or just emphasize me as a dad, but also just really support other dads and dads of all levels, whether it's new dads or uh, dads of teenagers, dad, even granddads or divorced dads, married dads, just supporting dads in general. Um, so I do that as well. I do uh, monthly meetups for dads and uh, we have different speakers uh, talking about fathered and, and, and even marriage and uh, parenting and family. Um, and the last big one I do, uh, Mike, is called YVR Conferences. And I would say that's my uh, my main focal point currently this year. I, I run big conferences here locally again. Um, and they have to do with blogging, social media, internet marketing, entrepreneurship. And by the way, I actually live stream them. So uh, wherever your listeners are, no matter where they're in the world, they actually could watch the conference live as it happens plus they could actually get a recording of it and um the the website for that is yvrconferences.com and um you can either come in person or there's a link to get the live stream live stream is pretty reasonably priced too it's only 100 bucks and you can either watch it live uh, on your mobile on your uh, tablet on your laptop your desktop or um if you don't want to watch it live you'll actually get the recordings that you can watch at your convenience after so yeah, if, you, if you're keen on the subjects like blogging, internet marketing, social media, entrepreneurship, highly recommend uh, checking out my website. And um, yeah, if you can come in person, that'd be great. And if not, uh, you can also watch remotely. All right. All right. Wonderful, Ricky. Hey, this has been uh, informative here. So we started talking about um, blogging and we, we dove into ways you can monetize your blog, but then also even the ways you need to think through uh, what your products are, what your services are that you offer on your blog, but then also maybe some other legs that you need to have that the the blog needs to partner with. So some of these, you know, events, is it a consulting? Is it, uh, you know, some other pieces that together make up, um, you know, the life of a uh, blogger, an online uh, media personality as the daddy blogger, huh? Yeah, like I would say, uh, you know, some people just want to make a full-time income blogging right away. And I want to be very real and very honest and saying it's very hard to make a full-time income right away with blogging. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was kind of like under the notion that, hey, I'm going to start blogging and all of a sudden all these sponsors will work with me and I'll get a lot of advertisers and I'm going to make two or $3,000 a month. And uh, I don't know if it's fully realistic. I don't want to like burst anyone's bubble. But for me, honestly, like it took me a while even to build up a 500 a month income on my blog or even 1000 and even now, after doing it for a few years, 
my my income on my blog itself is hovering you know some months i'll get a couple hundred sometimes i'll get six or seven hundred and sometimes i'll get just like a I, I i almost every month will get some income depending on uh, the sponsors i work with and also the affiliate marketing i do and the products i sell but i, I just want to be real as well and just uh not give people false expectations that you're going to make a full-time income right away because some some people will just like they've been blogging for like 10 years they're making maybe you know five or ten thousand a month and they'll be like oh yeah you can make ten thousand a month blogging or six figures blogging but then when the average uh, blogger just starts up and they all of a sudden they're they're kind of dreams being zapped there and saying wait a second i'm not making that five thousand and ten thousand right so be real and uh you know at the beginning it might take you a few months or even a few years to really build up that steady income and and also build up other products and services around the blog so i believe being a blogger is very much about a positioning thing because you can get media media exposure you can get speaking engagements and you can really help market all of your other products and services okay yes so so it helps give you a platform that can expand to other things Yes, yes, exactly. Platform building and uh, positioning yourself as a go-to expert. All right, all right. Well, Ricky, I want to thank you for being with me today, and uh, we're going to make sure that the audience gets access to, yeah, obviously, daddyblogger.com. I'm going to have that in the show notes, but uh, all the YVR uh, domains that you, you mentioned there, including YVR conferences, some things uh, that you have coming up there. So I'll make sure all that gets in the show notes as long as your um, as well as your Tokyo Ricky, uh, where they can find you on Twitter and Instagram, those type of things. For the audience, why don't you just share, you know, what is the next uh, YVR conference coming up in case they were interested in that live stream? Yeah, absolutely. I got one uh, big one coming up called Internet Marketing Mastery, where we uh, go into three days of intense training about internet marketing. Our target audience there is mostly beginners to uh, kind of like intermediate level uh, people who don't know much about internet marketing. They might own a business, but they don't know how to fully uh, generate uh, customers or leads or uh, revenue from it. Uh, so we go into a three-day strategy around that. So uh, our first day is all about uh, positioning, branding, uh, laying the foundation of what internet marketing is. Uh, our second day is all about marketing. So uh, going into some of the tools of how you market your business online uh, through things like webinars, um, through, uh, through email marketing, social media marketing, video marketing, etc. Uh, and our last day is all about monetizing. So we have uh, speakers coming on about how to set up an e-commerce site, how to set up a membership site, uh, even how to sell stuff on Amazon, uh, how to uh, create your own ebook and sell it on Kindle, and uh, even Etsy. <laughs> so like Etsy is uh, for those people who are into arts and crafts, and uh, eBay, etc. So uh, it's a three-day intensive where we teach people very much a strategy-based um, internet marketing uh, uh, um, stra strategy, a strategy-based strategy. <laughs> uh, little uh, mouthful there. Uh, and uh, you can go to yvrconferences.com and uh, look into it. Yeah, some of the benefits of, t of attending uh, remotely is not only will you be able to watch it, but also you'll be able to interact and ask questions. And we're gonna have a live stream moderator, uh, so you can ask your questions and you can actually, we can actually ask them to the speakers and they can respond to you directly. So it's something new, we haven't tried a live stream before. And I know Social Media Camp, they had it as well. So I, I, I know I'm not reaching a lot of people outside of Vancouver, which I could be. I, I have like a couple of hundred people coming uh, live, but I, I, I know Oh, there's a whole global market that I really like to support and eventually I might even uh, do these conferences uh, at different cities and uh, different provinces and other country as well but for now it's Vancouver based and it's also uh, internet based where you can watch it from the comfort of uh, whatever device you use uh, that has Wi-Fi excellent excellent all right thank you Ricky for being with me today and uh, thank you to Rianne and Ryan for uh, sharing 
daddy with me for a little while here today. <laughs> I think you might have heard their little voices in the background every now and then. They've been actually pretty good. So thanks, little guys. I wish you could watch or see them on, on uh, the actual interview. But uh, they, they, they're kind of evident there by the little squeals or the little laughs, the giggles every now and then. Right, guys? Yeah. yeah, so they're not yeah. dads in agreement. <laughs> and yeah, I'm all about supporting dads. So if you are a dad listening or if you know a dad, you know, I'd love to support and I'd love to uh, help out any way I can, either through my blog or my book. Or um, yeah, if you just want to talk about fatherhood, I'd love to uh, also interview uh, any of your listeners because uh, I do have a Google Hangout interview series and uh, where I interview different dads just about their own journeys, uh, their own struggles, but also some of the advice and tips and wisdom that they've learned that they can pass on to other dads. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Ricky. And with that, I want to call it a wrap today on this week's episode of the Halftime Mike podcast. All the key show items talked about are going to be in the blog post show notes. As always, I really appreciate your support. Come on over to the website and uh, make sure you click through if you haven't yet to go to iTunes and give me a review there or uh, one of the other review spots I'd appreciate that feedback, and uh, that's a way that you can help me spread the word about the Halftime Mike podcast. So with that, it's time to head on out. Over and out. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Halftime Mike podcast with Mike Gingrich. Remember, what you do in the second half can change the outcome of the game. Does your business need resourcing, tools, and social media consulting? Then visit MikeGingrich.com. Want to have Mike speak at your next event? Visit MikeGingrich.com slash speaking. Join us again for another episode of Halftime Mike, your no-nonsense guide to victory on the court of life.